Uh, I'm sitting down here with Christopher Kottmeyer, Vancouver Stock Promoter. Uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, do this interview with us. You're welcome. Uh, let me start with a basic question, since I think even uh, some people that have owned stock and whatnot don't even know uh, what you guys do. So let me ask you, what do stock promoters do? What do stock promoters do? Stock promoters uh, do a wide variety of things, depending on how... how um, connected they are with the actual financial industry. Uh, predominantly stock promotion involves investor relations, uh, which is uh, sort of deemed the necessary evil, if you will. Um, investor relations involves um, contacting and uh, keeping up to date um, uh, all range of investors, stockbrokers, stock analysts, um, mutual fund groups, uh, institutional groups, etc. Uh, as to uh, what's happening with your company, um, I personally work in the in mostly in the mining markets and the gold markets, um, which uh, right now are seeing some activity. So my job is becoming a little more involved. Um, what um, what uh, the basic sort of starter stock promoter usually starts with is investor relations, and that's uh, just basic phone work, uh, emailing, uh, fax work, uh, just sort of information dissemination predominantly, and. Uh, and dealing with uh, individual investors mostly. When you get a little bit more involved in, in the markets, you start uh, moving towards uh, larger block trades of stock and uh, and finance. Uh, actually, raising capital for for companies um, by uh, issuing equity from the actual company itself uh, in the form of shares or warrants. Um, how a stock promoter uh, in, in these two categories makes money mostly is off of, uh, of course, uh, regular pay, but um, off of stock options uh, set at a certain price and hopefully that the market will uh, increase in value so that you can exercise at a lower price to actually make a profit or whatever the difference between the set prices and the actual uh, current trading price if higher. Um, then of how, course, how do, you, how do you obtain these options? Is, are you sort of in a partnership? With yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll actually get to that. I'm just going to explain okay. what, what people do first, and then go into how it's structured. Um, well, so that's one way, and then the second way that you move into in the, in the first two categories is uh, is actually getting finders fees, etc. Um, finders fees are, are based around the successful execution of a of a deal, uh, be it financing, be it a property acquisition, be it a company acquisition, be it a, a reverse takeover, uh, it doesn't really matter what, as long as there's some a large uh, exchange of, uh, of, of value um, uh, taking hands between two groups, uh, if I, the, the uh, stock promoter, introdu introduce these two groups, then uh, I therefore am the reason it went through, uh, or it was initiated, I should say, and uh, if it does go through, I get uh, a benefit of that, usually about 5 to 10% of the actual transaction. So if I did a financing for a million dollars for a mining company, I could very easily make $50,000 to $100,000, which can be taken in cash, stock in cash, or cash or, or stock itself, uh, based around the value of the, uh, of the actual transaction. So there's, uh, so there's basically some good ways to make some coin, and then... Uh, uh, the other way, uh, a little more senior, is actually uh, becoming a director of companies yourself. Um, stock promoters uh, aim for that once they've actually acquired enough wealth to be able to take a substantial size uh, share position in a company uh, in order to uh, to uh, skirt in the right direction with other directors and uh, hopefully have uh, increasing value for, for the actual company itself. Um, so those are sort of the three main categories of uh, involved with stock promotion. Everyone is always trying to increase the value of their company, be it either by actual uh, work inside the company asset uh, uh, accumulation or actual uh, stock promotion and uh, increase of the actual um, shares themselves. 
Uh, it's a fairly lucrative business uh, if you if you get to know people. Uh, knowing people is half the battle. Um, and when run, running a public company, um, promoters really have to always keep in mind that uh, their clients and the people that they raise the money through are what are the most valuable in the world, and you always have to look out and make sure that uh, they are fully up to speed and uh, and can actually uh, um, access the company for information as, 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 as best possible. I see. So the end sort of goal would be... I mean, you're saying uh, you know the more senior positions, maybe someone uh, that we both know, like a, like a Bob Gaten. Is, is he someone that is he someone that uh, down yeah. the line most stock promoters would want to sort of not emulate? Ab- ab- but absolutely, that's a very good question. Actually, what what a promoter will do, especially if he's trying to create a company, um, or we either uh, whatever aspect of a public company you wish. Yes, exactly. You'd want to sort of uh, combine yourself with people who are knowledgeable in other fields. Uh, for example, our, our associate, Mr. Bob Gaten, is, uh, is a CFO of a number of companies, uh, public companies. Uh, he was actually a partner at, I believe, Coopers and Librand. So he is uh, top CFO, CFO quality. You want to align yourself with other smart, intelligent, and uh, and track-proven geologists if you're in the resource business. You want to uh, align yourself with good legal advice and legal assistance, uh, and perhaps in the form of a director. Um, all these things really contribute to the success of a public company, and of course the stock promoter is one of them. Okay. Um, as the internet obviously just changed uh, many aspects of uh, all of our lives, uh, how has that impacted stock promoting business in that Information seems to be a lot uh, more easily available. Um, I have a feeling that maybe um, you know year, years ago that stock promoters sort of had their own you know people that they only they knew with monies. Now it seems like everything's more out in the open. Is that um, absolutely? I, I, I think I think that information flow uh, really has increased dramatically because in the old days you'd have to uh, every news release if you if you if you had if you could afford to, to mail it. Uh, would be mailed by by snail mail or, or regular post, and that would take uh, forever. It would take uh, a lot of, of money to actually buy the, the goods and the materials to do that. And for start companies, that's a major factor. So yes, the internet itself, uh, having websites, having email capabilities, has really increased the actual means of information dissemination to a, so you can get your company information to a wider audience of investors and hopefully uh, increase the value of your stock. Has that helped your profession, or is it sort oh, of uh, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, it's uh, it's just put it into uh, into high gear, basically. Okay. Um, stock promoters and stock promotion, as we're all well aware, is uh, is often viewed as a somewhat shady area of the stock business, which you alluded to earlier. Um, you know, is this an accurate assessment, and uh, what? How did this perception come about? What sure, types of abs- things? I mean, that's a very good question. Really, stock promoters in the old days uh, are labeled because of bad deals. And what I mean by that is manipulation. I and mean, basically, you get people who who have a share position at uh, at the cheaper prices and, and large blocks of it. And what the aim is is to manipulate uh, investors uh, or, or unknowing investors uh, into purchasing shares in their company, which which actually the people themselves are selling to the investors directly. Sometimes that's on false information. Uh, we actually have had uh, some very damaging uh, companies involved in the in the mineral sector itself, such as Cartaway, and of course everyone has heard of Briex. Uh, Briex was a, a one the largest gold manipulation, gold fraud in the world, where they claimed in uh, Indonesia uh, that in Kalimantan Island that they they had the largest gold reserve ever found. 
and this turned out to be a complete falsehood, and uh, many, many people lost millions and millions of dollars. Uh, well, this just goes to show that uh, the the uh, necessity for for market surveillance and actual investigations into actual claims is is very important, and it has changed in the past. So, investing in stocks is a little bit safer, but you know, one always has to keep in mind that when there's being money when money is being made, you will attract all sorts of people. Um, look at, for example, even at some of the larger firms like Enron and Nortel. I mean, all sorts of. Uh, difficulties with insider trading and, and false reporting of actual uh, accounting methods, etc., etc. Yeah, wherever there's money, there will be corruption. But then again, wherever there's uh, good people, there's uh, good potential to build good companies, and that's what uh, promoters really look for. And also, the other the other sort of adders I can I can say is that if a promoter screws a person over um, or, or manipulates them, uh, that person is is gone forever. I mean, you're never going to be able to continue on with the client base. Uh, I was once told by a broker when I first got in the business to always work my hardest, but always tell the truth, and then that way you will you will go much further than uh, than if you uh, told a little white lie. Okay, so once you're sort of if you if, if you are involved in a bad deal, you're basically you're saying you're sort of blacklisted by the community. It can happen, yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes I've seen guys who. Uh, are involved in bad deals, but they're not the, they're not the actual culprits. I mean, you you people do learn, um, you know that, and and, and uh, your your name can be quote unquote cleared, but it is very difficult. Um, you have to, so as a promoter, you have to be very careful who you actually get involved with, and make sure you do background checks, etc., and ask around. Vancouver is a very small town, so uh, um, having a number of different people that you trust uh, uh, involved in the business does does greatly help. Hmm. Uh, well, tell me what a typical day for you would entail. Okay. Well, uh, as a stock promoter, and as I'd say, a, a, an up-and-coming stock promoter, not necessarily an established stock promoter, my job is to do a combination of things. Of course, as I said before, the necessary evil of investor relations. Uh, constantly uh, um, doing uh, uh, phone phone solicitation and uh, telemarketing, if you will, to uh, to get the information on uh, your client company out to a, a wide audience. I currently work with three different companies. Um, in my business, job security is not very good, so you have to hedge your bets as best possible. Uh, I try to have three or four different, different quote-unquote deals on the go at all time. Um, that helps me to uh, to make sure that my income is always somewhat stable. And it's understood that that happens in the business, so uh, working on two and three deals, four deals, is, is not uh, uncommon. Uh, so what I do in the morning, I get up, I, I'll... I'll uh, I'll check my email, see if there's any incoming inquiries from any investors or brokers or anything like that, answer them, uh, have a cup of coffee, get on the phones, uh, start calling people, soliciting uh, you know, new clients, even uh, soliciting new, uh, current shareholder of a, uh, shareholders of a company to purchase more shares to see if they're interested in, in advancements of the company and they're, they're wishing to strengthen their position. I'll talk to brokers, I'll talk to analysts, etc., etc. Uh, then, so that's one company, I'll flip on to the next, then flip on to the next. Try and coordinate uh, calling brokers during the actual hours there at the office, which is from 6.30 a.m. to, to 1.30 in, in, in the afternoon, uh, approximately. And uh, then after that, I'll do uh, more work with the individual uh, analysts and, and individual investors. Huh? Sounds like a uh, full day. It is a full day. Huh? Well, I'd like to thank you for taking this time with us, Krista. You're welcome very much, and uh, I hope all these people listening to this will learn English. <laughs> okay, thanks. And become stock promoters. <laughs>